Oh, hello, everybody. Ah, I guess I didn't set up for our intro to play today. Tell you what, let me get that fixed for you, just so that you guys can uh, actually actually catch the intro. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Alrighty, hey everybody, welcome back to The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. We very much appreciate you tuning in on this fine hump day. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day! <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day! Folks, thank you once again so much for for, for tuning in. Uh, this has been a very interesting hump day, I might add. And unfortunately, Mike, once again, is not able to be with us. In fact, he probably won't be with us until the week after next. As we, I, I believe at that point, we will be entering the week where we will be having our 100th episode. I mean, our 100th, our 500th episode. That's right. We're now, this is episode 490. That's right. This is episode 490. So we're having a good time still doing this. So um, who knows? By then, we'll hopefully still be having a good time doing this. Uh, but yeah, we'll be kind of celebrating and, well, talking news, you know, like we're like we're doing every other day. But we very much appreciate you guys tuning in. This show, once again, only exists because, well, because you're here, because you support the work that we're doing uh, here at The Rundown. But it also exists because of our sponsors. So let's make sure we give them a quick shout out. We'll start off with Hitman Industries. Uh, if you own an AR, if you, or if you purchased an AR in the last few years, chances are you already have one of their barrels. But hey, why not do a rebuild? Why not rebarrel your current rifle if you've owned it for a while? Guess what? At Hitman Industries, they have rifle and pistol length barrels, all that you could ask for. All you got to do is go to hitmanindustries.net. Check them out and get your get your barrel or rifle or uh, pistol length barrel today. Then there's the California Republican Assembly. Uh, they are an organization that is the largest and the fastest growing conservative grassroots organization in the state of California, working to help elect conservatives from school board all the way up to president of the United States. Check them out at CRAGOP.org. Become a part of California's future today. Join the California Republican Assembly. Then we have hog holsters. If you're looking for a tactical holster or if you're looking for a concealed carry holster inside the waistband, outside the waistband, trust me, they have it. Just go to hogholsters.com. And if you use the discount code, the rundown, right? The rundown. It's right up there. Just like it is right there. All caps, no spaces. Then you can get a discount for your, of your, for your hog holster. So make sure you go to hog holsters today and then finally outdoor gear tactical gear hunting gear uh, all the stuff that you're looking for you can find at uscombatgear.com veteran owned and operated they operate in integrity they have great prices and fast shipping make sure you check them out today uscombatgear.com also, by the way, folks, in case you don't know, uh, we're on in multiple different places. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Rumble. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. 
Uh, you can find us, by the way, if you if you don't want to watch live, you can also find us on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcast. Spotify is, I think, the only podcast place that actually also carries the video of the program if you want to watch on Spotify. But another great way to watch is Ops Lens. That's right, Ops Lens. Check them out today. Uh, we run live on Ops Lens, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I know my, if Mike were here, he would say there's only Eastern, but he ain't here, so oh well. I got I'll throw my I'll throw my two cents in there. So yeah, so yeah, Pacific Pacific Coast. You know, the best is in the West. Woo woo. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get into today's news stories. Right, our first story here today uh, has to do with Fox News and the Dominion lawsuit. You know that uh, Dominion Voting Machines was suing uh, Fox News for a lot of money. That's right. They were suing them for $1.6 billion. That is an awful lot of scratch. <laughs> yeah, they were suing him for $1.6 billion. And it appears that Fox has settled that lawsuit for a pittance, $700 million. I feel like almost like I need to put the little, you know, the little thing, you know, the little hold on the, uh, what do you call it? The million dollars. Now, the interesting thing about this case is, is that what Fox was claiming was, well, we were reporting on something that was newsworthy. The fact that there were people out there, the president of the United States and his staff, were accusing Dominion voter, Dominion, Dominion, Dominion voting machines of altering the outcome of the elections. And we were reporting on that, and that was newsworthy. Well, it, you know, simply, I think it depends on whether or not you're saying you're, you're reporting on it or you're reporting on it and saying that it's true. Uh, if you're actually reporting to see and getting a hold of Dominion and find out. Anyway, there's a whole lot of stuff that went on. But what I really believe the issue was here really wasn't about whether or not they were seeking to defend their, their journalistic integrity as to whether or not they actually reported on the voting machines. What it came down to was this. You had a number of Fox hosts, including Tucker Carlson, including... Uh, Sean Hannity, including uh, including Laura Ingram, who were basically bad mouthing the president, uh, Donald Trump at the time, who behind the scenes, while they were saying, yeah, you know, we support Donald Trump in this, they were also very, very frustrated behind the scenes because they were like, look, there's so much drama that surrounds President Trump. It makes it difficult uh, it really brings a lot more drama on the Republican Party, on, on other Republicans, than need be. I mean, and you, once again, I, I will just tell you that is nothing that you haven't heard from me here talking about this sort of stuff. Uh, I, I, I'll just be frank with you. I think he is one of the best presidents of my lifetime. I think he's gotten more done than just about any other president of my lifetime. I also believe that he... Uh, he brought a lot more drama on himself than was needed or was necessary. I believe he could have gotten more done had he not given them so much, had he not given his enemies so much ammunition to use against him. Uh, now, mind you, a lot of it they made up. A lot of it was false. A lot of it was an exaggeration of his exaggerations. But nonetheless, 
dude just made it difficult on himself. Anyway, and I think a lot of people who supported him, like I supported him, uh, expressed that. Now, the problem is, is that I, you, you, I've told you publicly how I felt about it. I've been out and about. I've been upfront about it, talking about it. Unfortunately, some of these folks, well, you know, in order to keep their audiences, as so they, they as I believe they, they would probably put it, uh, they have been soft peddling some of their concerns about how the president does what he does. And uh, I think that uh, they didn't want to do that. So they because they didn't want to seem anti 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 Donald Trump, uh, I think they wound up settling it because I think that could have the the very issues that they had with not wanting to be upfront and frank about their questions and their concerns about the the case against Dominion. I think that now they what they don't want is they don't want Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson or Laura Ingram on the stand re restating some of the disparaging or not non or let's say less than supportive statements and comments that they made about uh, about then president donald trump anyway i just think that's the that's the probably probably the issue of the concern uh, that they were dealing with and for them it was worth 700 million dollars to not have to engage in that now that's why i'm a big believer you know what be real when someone does something that concerns you or that you have an issue with don't be afraid to talk about it don't be afraid to say it out loud i I, there is not, there is nothing that I say to you on here that, that I don't say in private that are not my, my purpose is not part of my personal perspective and vice versa. There's nothing that I say in my personal thing. Well, I'll say there's nothing I say in my personal thing, but the point is, is that I'm the same person, whether the camera's on or off in terms of how I feel about how I feel about somebody or about some of the things that they do. Um, and by the way, I can also distinguish the difference between whether or not I like somebody uh, and whether or not I like the things they do. I can also do a very good job of, look, I like some of the things a person does. I like, I don't like some of the things that a person does. And just because I happen to point out both doesn't make me a Donald Trump sycophant. It also doesn't make me a Donald Trump hater if I point out the things he doesn't like. And that's what I think we all need to. Those of us who operate in the commentary business, those of us, those of us who commentate, uh, commentate, com- those of us who comment on politics. Yeah, Mike hates the word commentate. <laughs> but uh, those of us who comment on politics, we need to be honest about it. And and by the way, the Dominion voting machine issues was probably of all the issues that were brought up regarding uh, the 2020 election was probably the least provable because nobody ever had any proof of it. We do, however, have a whole bunch of proof of, of uh, government agencies uh, colluding with social media companies, colluding with the Democratic Party, colluding with... Uh, um, colluding with the mainstream media to hide information that was detrimental to the Biden, to Joe Biden, in order to help get, uh, in order to help get, uh, uh, in order to help get Biden elected. Uh, the, the, whether it's the dossier, whether it's the laptop, or it's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, but we know that they work together. They work together in order to keep Donald Trump from uh, from staying in the White House. I don't think there's, I don't think there's little doubt of that. Once again, if you don't believe me. Read the Twitter files. Uh, you can watch the interview if you want. That that's and by the way, that was just Twitter. 
But you know if they were doing it with Twitter, they were doing it with others because we also, all you have to do, watch the Joe Rogan interview uh, with um, with uh, Mark Zuckerberg where he talked about you know Homeland Security and FBI coming to talk to Facebook uh, prior to the release of the uh, the 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 by the Biden Hunter Biden laptop stuff, so we know this is happening. Anyway, and that in and of itself is a, was enough, in my opinion, to be able to claim that the election was stolen. And when I say stolen, I don't mean you know oh well they stole votes. What I mean is is they they deliberately misinformed the public uh, in order to push voters a certain way. And I I definitely believe that. I also know that in several states. Uh, they changed the law in violation of the law, but they changed voting law and how voting took place once again in order to favor Democrats. And oh, by the way, let's not forget, Zuckerberg gave almost a half a billion dollars to get out Democrat votership, Democrat votership, right? Half a billion dollars, $400 million, over $400 million, under $500 million, so that's half a billion dollars in order to get people to talk about, in order to get uh, Democrats out to vote. So we already know that, we already flat out know that that took place. Anyway, moving on to our next topic. What do we have here? The Lincoln Project, accused of racism. Now, this is an interesting one. And, and I realize for most people, this is not a very big deal. It's, you know, they're like, who's the Lincoln Project? And why does it matter if they're accused of racism? Why are we talking about racism? Everything that someone does is called racism. Well, the Lincoln Project is a group of Republicans, mostly Republican consultants, uh, that hate Donald Trump, uh, that actually are, uh, played a major role in not just Donald Trump not getting elected because they put out a lot of information uh, against Donald Trump, but also they put out a lot of information against people running for Senate or Congress who supported Donald Trump. So not only did they were they are they at least somewhat responsible or partially responsible for Donald Trump not getting reelected, they're also partially responsible for for Democrats taking control of the of of Cong of now Congress of the uh, of of the Senate. They Democrats would not have won those special elections, the two senatorial seats that they wound up winning in 2020 and those or 2021 in those special elections were won largely because or not not largely in part because of uh, because of, of the Lincoln project so all of the, the the whether it's the all of the massive spending all of the stuff that we've been seeing is all a result or at least in part a result of the Lincoln project's work well they decided to come out against a gentleman named Tim Scott now Tim Scott, it, it, the, for those of you who, who have, have not heard of him, he's a, he's a senator from South Carolina, uh, and he is a solid dude. He is, if you, I'll put it to you this way. If you look at the legislative victories that uh, Donald Trump had, uh, he was largely responsible for them. When I say that, he's the one who guided that legislation, who helped develop a lot of that legislation and got it through Congress, got it through Congress. But basically, uh, a Lincoln Project advisor accused, accused uh, is accused of racism after calling after calling him. She called Tim Scott a racial security blanket for the GOP. And let me read a little bit of the article for you. Appearing on MSNBC's Saturday, the Saturday Show, Jonathan Capehart, this past week, never Trumper, 
Tara Setmayer, a senior advisor to the Lincoln Project since 2020, discussed Tim Tim Scott's recent 2024 presidential campaign launch. Listen, Tim Scott, bless his heart, is trying to make a name for himself now, taking advantage of the fact that Republicans... The Republicans every election cycle need a racial pacifier, she said. He's the he's the racial security blanket in this race. Here we go. Once again, here we go. The Lincoln Project. Tim Scott, Kim, Tim Scott was in hiding during the insurrection. Donald Trump created, despite that, he's still Trump's biggest fan. Tara Sedemeyer tells MSNBC. Now dangerous Scott is supporting this extremist threat to our democracy. Now, they want to paint Tim Scott as a token. But like I said, uh, and I I say this because I've met Tim Scott uh, on multiple occasions. Uh, Very, very intelligent man. Uh, I've read his book. uh, And I will tell you... I have enough contacts who deal with stuff in Washington, D.C., who will tell you that the major, like I said, the major legislative victories that Donald Trump had, whether it's whether it was uh, criminal justice reform, right? Some of the things that Democrats really wanted. He's the one that that took kind of the lead in the executive and get helping to get the executive order put together uh, that dealt with police reform. He's also the one uh, that ushered through uh, opportunity zones. Right. I mean, these are these are some major, major uh, legislative accomplishments uh, that Donald Trump had. And Tim Scott was the reason for them. Um, I just so then to call him a quote unquote racial pacifier, to accuse him of being a racial blanket. I'm sorry, but that is then saying that he is not capable of doing his job. Right. And by the way, these are from people who would rather see Kamala Harris as the vice president than to see him in the Senate, right? You know, the capable one, the one who can, the one who can barely read a sentence. Yeah, they would rather have her than to have someone who has clearly demonstrated success at guiding leg, at, at guiding legislation. I, I will say this: uh, my hat goes off to Tim to Tim Scott. Uh, I hope he accomplishes uh, what what I think he believes he can accomplish uh, as, as as a candidate for president of the United States. But I really believe, I really want to see him there in the Senate. I want to see him stay in the stay in the Senate. I want to see him be successful. If I, like I said, if I had my way, he'd be majority leader. But that's just me. But I think that it's I think that it's important that we call some of these folks out when they do stuff like this. And by the way, yes, these are well, they call themselves Republicans. I prefer to refer to them as jackasses in elephant suits. I don't use the word rhino anymore. Jackasses in elephant suits is, is my preferred term, my preferred pronoun for them. <laughs> but this is ridiculous. No, you don't get to just accuse people of stuff like that. You don't get to just call people names like that. And uh, and I think I think it's important that we stand up and we call it out for what it is. And that's the, the, the problem is it's generally not Republicans who are the racist ones. Most of the times, it's those people who oppose Republicans, because as soon as I, as a black man, stand up and say that I'm a Republican, I get treated like there's something wrong with me, right? Because I am talking facts, I am talking data, I am talking policy, and they're all talking emotion, myth, and nonsense. 
So anyway, um, I hope uh, I, I'm really hoping that that the Lincoln Project continues to go down in flames because every time you hear the Lincoln Project now, it's just it just gets worse. And what's funny is now you're starting to see even Democrats are turning on the Lincoln Project because they feel like they don't need them anymore. Although they may be trying to resurrect them uh, only because they're, they're realizing that Donald Trump is more popular than uh, we, we, he's getting. He's gaining more and more popularity the more they attack him. So I think they feel like they need Republicans to attack him some more. Anyway. Next, we have Catholic school suspends teen over... over uh, over trans ideology. Now, this one you're gonna this one you're gonna trip off of. So a kid in Canada goes to a Catholic church or Catholic school and uh, goes to school one day and basically uh, expresses that he disagrees with the campuses with the school's policy uh, regarding transgender students, in particular uh, transgender uh, women, in girl or transgender women, which are basically males transitioning to females in female bathrooms or female locker rooms uh, with female athletes. Now, I know what you're thinking. What's the Catholic Church? So clearly, clearly it, it must be a case where he supported it and the school said, no, the Bible does not support this. So therefore, we will not allow this to happen. No, it was the exact opposite in fact this student basically this student this student was like look he went to school he said he had some female athletes come to talk to him and they were concerned because they just did not feel comfortable having biological males in their locker room with them or having to compete against biological males in in high school and so he went to the church administrators right they went to the church administrators and he, he talked with them about it. He even used scripture to support his argument, and they suspended him. And they, he was told he was not allowed to return to campus. Now, when he did return to campus, they had him arrested. Now, the, the Catholic diocese, by the way, and the, the Catholic diocese has nothing to say about this. They are quiet. They are mum. They have no idea what to say. And I'll tell you why the Catholic diocese has nothing to say. It is because there is a split within the Catholic Church. There are those who believe the Bible and those who do not. There, are, there is a large, a great socialist movement within the Catholic Church. And uh, for many, in particular, it's rooted in a lot of third world countries, but they utilize... Uh, the Catholic Church as a way in which to organize for their Marxist socialist causes. And I know this because I've seen this happen. When I worked in the state legislature and I would meet with the Catholic diocese, I would get almost two different meetings. I would get, once again, those who supported what they supported that was consistent with the Bible, didn't always agree with everything that they stood for, but it would, at least I could sit there and I could say they're not, they, at least with them, I could sit there and say, look, at least what they're supporting is consistent with the word. But you couldn't say that for those Marxists, right? For those social justice warriors, for those who believed in uh, what they call it, uh, liberation theology, that is not biblical. And so now you have a student at a Catholic school, a Christian school, who is who has not only been who's not only been suspended, but has been arrested. 
because he did not support uh, and I he did not support an ideology that is inconsistent with the Bible. He took the biblical position, and the people who were supposed to take the biblical position had him removed and had him arrested. Folks, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm just going to say this. If you are not at a church, if you are at a church, and that church has values that are inconsistent with your own, and I don't care if that's if the, the political, if it's social positions, whatever it is, if it's inconsistent with your values, as noted in the word, right? I'm like, or at least inconsistent with their word. Cause I'm like this, I don't shape my, 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 my religious beliefs, my moral values, my, my, my faith beliefs around my worldview. I shape my worldview around my faith. And that's what we all should do. So if you're going to a church that uh, preaches a gospel that is inconsistent with your faith uh, or with your politics, if those are not all aligned, maybe you need to, you either need, you need to do one of two things. Uh, you, well, none, one thing. You need to consider going someplace else. In this particular case, maybe if this diocese is not willing to stand up and defend this student for standing up and defending the Bible, maybe the people who go to that diocese need to consider, reconsider why they are attending church at that diocese. I'm just saying, I could be wrong. I don't, I'm, 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 I'm rarely one to badmouth the church, uh, but I don't think this is badmouthing. I think this is actually pointing out reality, pointing out the truth. And, uh, and I, I appreciate this young man. I applaud this young man for standing up for the truth. All right, what do we got here next? Next. Oh, this is a fun one. So you know how we have, you know, all of these anti-gunners out there who are pushing smart guns? You know smart guns, those guns that, that uh, you know, only allow the person who's a registered user to utilize it. Those guns that uh, have proven to be hackable, that have proven to fail multiple times in study after study after study. Well... And by the way, you know the anti-gunners, they continue to push it. Well, not anymore because now there appears to be a smart gun that at least doesn't fail as often as the rest, right? It appears to be a wee bit better. It's good enough that, uh, that they actually feel comfortable putting this gun out on the market. And uh, that has led to our good friend Cam Edwards over at Bearing Arms actually put together a piece, Anti-Gunners Are Having Second Thoughts on Smart Guns. Uh, okay, so here, I'll, I'll read a little bit of this to you. It says, gun control groups have been demanding smart guns for decades, touting the unproven technology as a game changer when it comes to violent crime and firearm-involved suicides. But now that a Colorado company is taking pre-orders for its $1,600 pistol, some anti-gun activists are starting to express reservations about the tech. It's not surprising to see many gun owners express their reservations or lack of interest about BioFire's new offering, which the company says will ship starting later this year. But given the broad support and backing that gun control groups and anti-gun politicians have provided over the last 25 years or so, I confess to being a little taken aback by the comments of one anti-gun activist who recently spoke to the Denver Post about the company's product. And I'll just read their comments. 
While the aim is to minimize deaths, adding more guns to the hundreds of millions of all, all hundreds of millions already in circulation carries its own risk, especially if people who wouldn't purchase a standard gun decide to buy a smart gun. The presence of a, of a gun increases the risk of deaths by suicide and accidental shootings. And at said Adam Skaggs, vice president of Giffords Law Center, citing numerous research studies. Now, okay, so in other words, he doesn't want people to own guns. They don't want people to own guns. What they realized was, was that as long as they were pushing smart guns, and, and if they could make smart guns mandatory, it would reduce the number of firearms that people were willing to purchase, or, or people could purchase, because people weren't going to buy smart guns. They still are not going to buy smart guns, because the technology, once again, has yet to be proven as effective. As, as, as effective. They, can't, they haven't been able to prove that it is not hackable. They still haven't told you what happens if someone hits you with an EMP. Now, all of a sudden, your gun is completely, completely can't, be, can't work. Uh, there's just there's too many things out there. And by the way, then there's just the cost of $1,600, right? That's the, be that's the beginning price for, these, for this technology. Anyway, all that having been said, uh, what they realized was people, were, people who want guns weren't going to buy the smart guns. Well, now that they're making something that people may actually buy, and when I say may actually buy, they're like people who normally wouldn't buy a gun. And so now they're saying, well, we don't want people who would normally buy a gun to buy a gun. We, that would mean more guns out there. And that's the point. And by the way, they're acting as if having a gun makes people want to commit suicide. Let me tell you, I own, I own my, share, my fair share of firearms, and my firearms have never made me want to commit suicide. And by the way, also, having possessing a firearm does not mean that someone in you... By the way, the number of accidental shootings that have taken place is at an all-time low. It is, it is literally like you, you would have to go back to almost pre-Civil War days to have fewer accidents with firearms uh, than we have right now. Uh, the number of accidents that occur with firearms is so infinitesimal uh, there's no argument here. Once again, it comes down to this. They just don't want people to own guns. I, I, I don't know any other way to put it. That's just, that's just kind of how it is. And I don't understand why some folks don't get that. But they don't. Anyway, that then brings us to our parting shots. Now, parting shots are brought to you by Hog Hosters. Get your hog holster today by going to hogholster.com. Make sure you use a discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. All right, this first one is kind of a fun one. Uh, some of us may get this, those of us of a certain age. Let me share this one with you. It says, what's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? And it's got two pictures. I believe one's an alligator. Well, I guess one's an alligator, one's a crocodile. I said, I believe the difference is that one, you see, one will see you later and the other will see you after a while. I could be wrong. I'm not a zoologist. I definitely could be wrong. I am not a zoologist, but I find that hilarious. I don't know, anybody else? Am I the only one? Am I the only one who finds it hilarious? Anybody? McFly? McFly? No? Okay. All right, let's move on to the next one. This one is in honor of our good friend, Mr. Uh, Mr. Biden as well as the individual who was recently caught uh, with classified documents. 
this is uh, the gentleman, by the way, this is, comes courtesy of the Babylon Bee. Uh, this is the gentleman who actually was found with the documents recently, uh, the one who put them out on a Discord server, and he's, being, he's in the midst of being arrested. And what it says here is Pentagon leaker kicking himself for not just leaving classified documents strewn around his garage. Yeah, strewn around his garage. Let's see, maybe in a, uh, maybe in a, uh, <laughs> maybe in a Corvette? Hmm? Maybe, maybe, leave him in a Corvette? Okay, I guess not, guess not. All right, here's the, here's the last one. And you guys might like this one. Uh, this has to do, we can look at this, this is the coronavirus. Uh, I trust, I trust science. And the cat here, you know, the lady looking at the thing saying, you know, I trust science and the cat looking back at the vegetables in front of him saying, you trust the television. Ain't that the truth? Because uh, time and time again, we have proven and it has been proven that uh, science had very little to do with anything uh, that we have seen relating to how the government dealt with COVID, how people saw COVID. In any case, folks, that's going to be it for today. But before we go, let's give another quick shout out to our sponsors. We got Hitman Industries. Rifle and pistol length barrels available to purchase. Go to hitmanindustries.net. The California Republican Assembly. Be a part of California's future today. Go to cragop.org. We've got hog holsters. Get your hog holsters at hogholster.com. Use discount code RUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. And then looking for combat gear, outdoor gear, tactical gear, you'll find everything you need right there at uscombatgear.com. And with that, we will call it a day, and we'll be back tomorrow on Thirsty Thursday. Y'all take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow.